0: Show the Kings, of pro wrestling podcast. I am Justin here with Meals. What a damn week! What a week! week,
1: man. We're here. Listen, I feel like my mic isn't loud enough. Should I raise it up? Let's see.
0: Turn it up. Look, your your wave look low. Yeah, you need to be. We need to be
1: speaking loud. My wave. Almost. All right, hold on. Maybe I'm too loud. You know what? All
0: right, hold on. Am I? How do I sound now? Sound good. We our waves are a little bit the same. You know they've been saying you've been low. Lately. Well, I mean you you produce a damn thing, dude. <laughs> I've been turning <laughs> rich, but I, I thought it was, up. Like a, I thought it was a you know religious thing or something. You just wanted to be low. Nah, you know, it's
1: just I don't know. Someone with this mic now. Uh you know what we need for a sponsor of the show? We need that Elgato sponsor. That's what we need. I know they only do it with Twitch streamers and all types of other shit and blah blah blah. Now nah, we need that Elgato stream we need that hold on i have my fan on too actually let me take this shit off um we need that but nonetheless um i've been feeling good i've been on tiktok as of late it looks like the kids are going back to school now Mm -hmm. um i can't even remember do you remember do you remember the feeling of going back to school does that thing still even has it escaped you
0: entirely i more feel bad you know (laughs) Like, I feel bad for the kids. They got to go back. I'm like, man, y'all ain't even ready for this bullshit. Y'all got one. Y'all, it's like the time is ticking to yeah, loans, bills, moving. I'm, I'm currently in a completely new setup this week because I'm waiting for my place to be ready. Should well, we're
1: right. so f- we're, we're so far removed now from doing anything school related that it's like, well, honestly, I don't know. Because a lot of my friends have been like, yeah, hey, I'm going go back to school. I am not going back to school. As far as I know, I'm not going back to school ever in life, ever,
0: never, ever. I, I said I wanted to go back, but I don't think it's going to be something I'm going to do. I just, I don't know. Like for Like for me... And I don't want my master's either. Like, I don't want my master's. In yeah, practice. I don't care for it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I would get another, I would get another um, BA.
1: I feel like I would get something in, you know, obviously to supplement uh, my career and stuff like that. But yeah, I have no, like I learned after school, school scarred me. My my college, it was very, very hard and very, very, uh, as the streets would say, ghetto. Um, but so it scarred me from ever wanting to go back to school or even think that. And then I thought from time to time, I was like, eh, should I go back to school? Da, da, da. Like at some point I could have done it for free. Like for a long time, I could have done it for free. Cause I worked at a school. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you didn't do it. I didn't even know that you could have did it for free.
1: <laughs> I could have already did it for free, but it's more so now how I want to spend my time as an adult. Right? Like instead of just wanting to sacrifice more time and stuff, I want to spend more time doing the stuff that I like and, and, and learning the things that I want to learn and not in ne- necessarily the most conventional format. Like I don't want to go back to classes and sit down and have to do projects and all this other stuff like that. All that stuff gives me anxiety and makes and takes up a huge chunk of my time, like brain space and like living space. So I never wanted to go back to school for that purpose. Cause like, I want to be able to be free to do so many other things. I remember when I graduated, I was 22 when I graduated college
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I was like, if I died tomorrow, I've spent 22 years of my life in some sort of like school. So I just want to like live it and just kind of like
0: experience and, it that way. And I think that's where I was with it too. Like I, they were like, Oh, are you are going to get your master? I'm like, no, I've been in school since I was five years old or, or not five years old. Like so I was like four years old. Or yeah, like, like I've been, I've been in school forever you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm tired of school. I, I don't want to do school anymore. And you know, if, if, if I have an opportunity to take a break, it just so happens that that break was just, you know, like a forever break. But you know, at the end <laughs> of the day, it's like, <laughs> it's like, bro, like I, I don't want to do this anymore. You know what I mean? Like it, it just, it just so happens that like, it, it, it is a situation where it, it just wasn't, it wasn't for me anymore. I felt like I, I could, I could get money in different ways and I was getting money in different ways, and I was writing and I was, you know, it just wasn't for me anymore. So like when I, you know, the, the sadness I had for, for the, the people there is just more like, damn, I remember what it was like when I would just reflect on the summertime and I'd be like, damn, I didn't really do shit all summer. You know what I'm saying? Or I would be like, damn, I, I should have did this more. I should have hung out a little bit more. That That's what I used to feel like. Cause yeah, school is like, you get to see your homies, but it was like, if you was really like out in the field, like you was, you was seeing them all the time. Anyway,
1: I was not my school experience. This is another podcast for another day whenever we go back to like whenever i do whatever 2010 diaries which i'm sure is not happening because that's a terrible period of wwe to cover um yeah my college experience was like me in the books constantly always forever was you a studying
0: I, I knew you was a little egghead I, I didn't
1: but i didn't even do that well so it was <laughs> i had to study i was studying for survival bro like i didn't do that well I didn't have papers. I was an engineer. I had to do all types of math and shit.
0: Damn. Oh, I forgot you did do math, bruh. You yeah. was an
1: egghead. You was an egghead, bruh. I mean, you know, I know my way around some mathematics. You know what I'm saying? You was um, an egghead, bruh. That shit crazy. Y'all see, y'all hear this shit?
0: Mill's a nerd. Because <laughs> I went and got a degree. <laughs> Mill's a nerd, nerd that nigga. <laughs> you a nerd, boy. All right. Oh man, anyway. Speaking of something speaking that's, of, that's Speaking not of things,
1: school and kids.
0: <laughs> speaking of school and kids. Uh over $10,000 raised for the wrestling club. Um what a what a crazy milestone. Like shout out to to for first of all you Mills for for really masterminding this whole thing. I can't believe I know you look at this with with just you know, the the utmost amount of like Just proud, you know what I mean? Like you you're you're very proud of this, and and I know you are.
1: Like it's interesting because I essentially this is something that I don't know, how do I put this? I wanted to do this (laughs) is how I put this first. So I wanted to do this. I've always wanted to do something. I feel like at this point. We have a platform and we can use this in kind of some sort of way to actually change lives. And I've always thought about giving back, like, as opposed, I feel like so many people take, take, take. I've explained this before, but I feel like so many people take, take, take and continue to take, take, take. And then community complain yeah and complain complain and they don't actually give anything back and i felt like what would our platform be without actually doing it so i remember even going to the day i remember talking about it with you i remember approaching victor and be like yo i think we should do this like we should you know get on board with this and blah blah blah, blah. um here's what you would need to do here's what i would need to do we'll get the people on board we'll do the Blackpot connect we set that up in pretty much the span of a month um and it's crazy to see within a matter of months that they've not only raised ten thousand dollars, um, but they're actually going to go to WrestleMania, which is insane. Like that was like I was on the phone with um with Victor on Sunday because I just wanted to make sure I was like, yo, we we going to WrestleMania. Like it's mm-hmm. going to WrestleMania, and he bought the tickets, and I was like, listen, man, this is a massive weight first of all is wait. I don't know everything I'm equate to some sort of form of anxiety, but it's great that we did it because this wasn't possible like five months ago, you know? Yeah, right. And we made it, we all made it possible. And the people who donated, the people who helped support, the people who have coordinated like Victor, you know, Kip Academy to school for allowing them to do it. Cause they could have been some hating ass teachers. Cause I know noticed plenty hating ass people in the department of education who don't want to see young, you know, young kids thrive and they could have hated too, um, but they didn't. And I think it was a community and that's kind of what my big brain thing was like to always put the community first and always do well and give back to the community. And I think that's what most important here. It was a community that put this all together and a community that made this thing happen. And now it's over $10,000 that we've raised. You can continue to donate because LA still is not cheap at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's even more expensive now <laughs> probably than, when <laughs> than when we started the, 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 the GoFundMe, um, it ain't never
0: been, it, it ain't never been no less. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so please continue to donate. Um, shout out to just, or I'll give a shout out to one of the most recent, uh, donators. So I don't know, maybe that's the cops coming for me. um, too much money talk but man cody Rhodes, bro come on man
0: so shout out to him man you know he 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 at home chilling he just happens to see the tweet favorited your tweet which i know you was like oh shit i didn't crazy. even
1: see it to be honest with you i have so many things that are just like that blow up at random parts of the time <laughs> on my twitter that i didn't even see it and wow. i don't i'm it, crazy as i also don't follow cody
0: mr viral shit crazy right y'all hear that Shit is
1: great. I'm not even going to lie to you. I posted. There's two tweets I posted yesterday. That's Spike Dudley and Molly Holly and Kurt Angle shit, which I had to mute. But I've watched it like 40 times on my own. I post it and watch my own post like 40 times. (laughs) And then something that we'll probably talk about a little bit later. We'll circle back around to it at some point during this podcast, because, man, talk about fumbling a bag. Um, Mr. Viral.
0: Mr. Viral. Hey, man. But uh, shout, shout out to him. How, how could I stand anymore? Come on, how could I stand anymore? Come on, man.
1: Cody Rhodes, man. Listen, he needs a middle name like Quantavius or something. You know, like
0: Cody okay. Jamal Rhodes,
1: <laughs> Jamal Warner Rhodes.
0: <laughs> how could I stand anymore? I don't even know. Who knows? This is—he's is, the guy, man. I, I fuck with him, man. He's—he's he's just a a good soul, good human. Uh, and, and we and and thank you for for fucking with us, man. And sending some sending some black kids to WrestleMania to see you. I mean, win a lot of people at this. point yeah, When, when so the title maybe. With I, I know they'll be room for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you know that's that's what it is, man. That's that's really what it is. Uh, one one thing to remind you guys: subscribe to our YouTube. Best YouTube uh, for for clips of the old episodes of the A Show to understand really what we're about. If this is your first time listening to us, our our, our YouTube gives a really good. Uh, compass as to like what we're all about and what we've talked about and and where we stand on a lot of things just I I go back and listen to it and I'm like damn like we really were right about a lot of stuff before it happened right come on man (laughs)
1: this podcast we're about to be right today
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. and and then like you get like the the thing is is that is that my discord or yours no that's my that's probably mine let
1: me let me mute my my jazz sorry
0: Bro, I thought I was going crazy. I was, I turned my Discord off and everything because I feel like, here, here's one thing about me, right? And you guys sure. might not know it. I'm always posting um, as I record. Ridiculous. i the, It's like
1: a ridiculous amount of uh, multitasking <laughs> that I'm not, uh, I'm just, I and literally, I, like- I could pop off and I'm like, oh, we just finished recording the episode. I'm like taking a breath. I need, I need to grab some water. I need something. Check the Discord. This man has been. Posting for the last hour, talking, <laughs> going back and forth with people in our Discord about something while we're talking about Multiple what we're talking Discords
0: about. Too, that me and Mills are in. I'm talking
1: everyone Jesus up. Christ.
0: Without going without a hitch, though. Without a fucking hitch. But no, like I thought it was used to being like, you know what, this motherfucker ain't taking this show serious. I bet. <laughs> bet.
1: I'm always taking it serious. I'm going I'm I'm to.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna run the Discord noises to make this nigga turn it off. So I thought that you had you had called you you were like, oh no, I'm gonna make him turn nah, it
1: off. Nah, I mean, you know, Discord's is popping. Make sure you you sign up to the to the A Show Patreon to get in the Discord, unless you, you know, only one of y'all can get in the Discord, to be honest with you. I'm about to refund him right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, he he's he <laughs> building somewhere else right now. You feel you me? know <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. Um but go off. So yeah, we gotta um we have a really cool conversation we're going to have um, on Discord today. So we're going to get to that right now. We get, we're going to do uh, uh, this 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 week in wrestling. And uh, this is a pretty fucking big week in fucking wrestling. So we're going to talk about that. All We're going to talk all about that on Discord. So um, if you're with us, walk with us, man. Follow us, Discord. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. You missed a really good Patreon segment. If you guys haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Really good stuff. We talk about um, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Really good stuff there. Um, no holds barred. Let's let's just get down to it, man. The CM Punk stuff. The CM Punk stuff.
1: Whew. Okay. Where do we begin? Do we begin on Dynamite?
0: Let's, begin on, very- let's begin on Dynamite. Um, I know that we do a live watch on Dynamite on our um, Discord, which you can subscribe to. Um, our Patreon, you'll, you'll get access to that. Um, it's a want? safe
1: space. It's a safe space for those people who know.
0: It is a safe space for anyone who uh, you know doesn't want to watch uh, Wednesday Night Dynamite. We, we let you know all of that. Uh, I remember looking at it and, and everyone being like, "What the hell is CM Punk talking about? Why is he?" Y'all kept saying. Adam Page gotta fight this guy. Adam Page gotta fight this dude. He gotta fight this dude, right? And everyone kept saying that. I
1: said I said specifically, oh, they making him look worse than whatever y'all was trying to convince us that Big E looked like. Because you literally had your world champion called this other man who you guys beloved and obviously, you know, didn't truly really support as world champion, to be honest with you. Um basically you get called pussy on national television.
0: Yeah, he, he came out. Um, he came out and pretty much said, you know, uh, he said, Adam Page,
1: where you know, if you want a shot at the champion, come on out. And essentially sat in
0: the ring, put the belt on the floor, and he didn't come out. And he said, "Yeah, that's what I thought." Stop talking shit.
1: And I was like, "Bro, you knew he wasn't." That's that's what's so corny about it. I was like, "You knew he wasn't going to be there." I would have if I was Adam Page, I would have showed up maybe like five minutes later. I would have heard, oh, I'm sure he was in catering. Um, whatever AEW's form of catering looks like. Um Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might be. Um, Panera bread, something along those lines. Uh, but I'm sure he was there. I would have came out afterwards. Adam Page not nearly um as bold enough as I would. Tony would have had to stop me. <laughs> or something along those lines. And I would have
0: just gone through the other tunnel. The bad the, the, the bad tunnel. Here's why you can't do that, right? Because, sure. be, Because, like, punk is basically Teflon back there. And even mm-hmm. if Adam Page was upset or whatever, and he did not like what he said, and he wanted to do something, Tony has made it pretty clear to me that punk is the guy that he's going to side with over anyone. I feel like he sided with Punk over Cody. I feel like he'll side side with Punk over anyone because I feel like if it came down to the both of those, he feels that Punk is going to move the needle even more. And I don't think he's ever going to. I think I think that he goes down with the ship with ho- hoisting P- Punk up above the water. Water, you know what I mean? Like I think that's just where it is. I think a lot of people backstage feel that way. In fact, I I'm, I've heard in no uncertain terms that a lot of them probably do feel that way. You know. Mm. Um, but you know, the, this comes out and the a report comes out after, cause it did seem a little weird that he did that. He was the, the promo itself, right? Mills. It was like, he was bringing up a lot more WWE stuff than he, than he normally well, does. But he I was, think, no,
1: I, I just think with this promo itself, I mean, he came back, it looks like he was trying to make a statement as well and he had this you know this uh this this promo battle with John Moxley um John Moxley apparently not quick-witted at all um wonder how that happened possibly too many shots to the head um but he came out and he says you may be the heart and soul of AEW but I'm the dollars and cents and mm-hmm. i was like are we supposed to do we clap like what do we do like <laughs> like are it was, you
0: it was so odd because it was like I felt like you was you were really getting the real him, and not the guy he portrays when he's saying he stands in solidarity with Sasha and Naomi. That cap ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Because what do you
1: think, what do you think the, the 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 meaning behind this true contention was? Like, what, Why is he so mad? Like, why is he so, so angry?
0: So the reports came out that that Adam Page had cut a promo back when they were supposed to wrestle each other um, back at Double or Nothing, I believe. Um, and they they're looking at this as a receipt. And um, so Adam Page Says you know something you talk about workman's right Workers rights but I haven't seen anything like That from you you talk about this But it's all about the moments that people don't See that I see that I know you're and basically You a fake ass you a fake ass dude And mm-hmm. I, I'll say this right now like Meals like we've heard people like Booker T We've heard people like Road Dog we've heard people like Jericho we've heard a lot of people say that The same exact things that Chris Jer- uh, that, that Adam Page was saying have we not
1: They tell him pipe down
0: they <laughs> haven't heard all that, that
1: rah-rah shit
0: like, like that we've heard the exact same things i feel as though punk probably caught when he probably was mad at that he probably is mad about a lot of other stuff in there because there was a lot of other people that was that was that was taking you know probably taking shots at him you know what i'm saying eddie kingston is one of the guys that was taking shots at him and and he was going to him he, a lot of people back there were taking shots at him and i think that was that was the answer to all of them because I feel like when Punk signed there, he knew he signed there cuz he was going to have the best the best opportunity to be the guy on a show in a way that he would not be able to be a guy on a show with Roman Reigns there with Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. there. Whether he signed the WWE and and they gave him the biggest hero's welcome, I think if he would have signed he would not have been the guy there. Do you do you agree?
1: No, I mean I think that's natural especially with the direction of the company going one, you can't really you have to build that trust back. He walked out. He left. He obviously didn't care anymore, and he was very contentious with his exit, especially with all the words that he said. So, there's no way that I would, as big as a punk star is, he was. He, there's no way he's surpassing Roman Reigns, the star that we built, the star who has done everything that we've asked and then some um, to be the, the the face of this company. That just wouldn't have happened. And I don't, you know what? I I th- do. I think Punk could have fit in WWE's current area era. Sure um but he just didn't want to and he wanted to be the guy and he wanted to be the guy carrying this company and that is who he is
0: now yeah it it it, it it's who he is now but it's who he's, it's who he's really like always wanted to be is that guy one thing that stuck out to me in that podcast and it's always stuck out to me and i and i swear to me as we say we never talk about this podcast or this nigga ever again and he came back but like um he talked about how Brock got opportunities that they that they never got to like wear what he wanted to have the music have every you know have anything he wanted to. Mm-hmm. I've always felt that he wanted that 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 rope, and I feel like Tony Khan's the only guy that would ever give him that rope. And to be fair, if like someone's gonna let you do what, what the fuck you want to do, you do it. You know what I'm saying? But you honestly,
1: do to be honest with you, he probably if he had signed to WWE, he probably could have gotten that, and that would have been like a negotiation point at this point, like. I think because of how popular he was before he signed AEW and he's still relatively popular now. No, he's not, ain't go over a million yet, but he's still relatively popular right now. And you probably could have bargained and got all of that, but he just kind of chose not to. And still like, even now, like his, it's all right. Should I, I have this FIFO report in front of me. Should I read this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to get to a point. Um, I'm going to skip the hangman stuff because we already talked about it. Sources familiar with those situation claim that CM Punk has often verbally expresses displeasure about things, including recently so blatantly that they thought he might end up quitting the company. Those close to him said that he might have decided, almost decided to stay home instead of coming to the August 17 Dynamite, but don't think he would have quit. We haven't been given any indication that he plans on leaving AEW, but one veteran said that they've heard threats being levied. Fightful also was told that Moxley versus Punk match for the August 24th episode of AEW Dynamite was a late decision. We haven't been told how late, but when we asked AEW higher-ups for context, we didn't gain any we have learned the crux of what led to punk's current frustrations that would have led him to hypothetically not showing up on dynamite, whether it be the change in a match or hangman's jab in May or otherwise. And it's more said, than
0: that. Edit. It's more than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more than that. Like you can read between the lines there. Um, you can, I mean, you can really read between the lines that, that ain't the, That ain't it. Like voicing his frustrations. What, what were the, fr- the, the question is, what are the frustrations? Is it that the locker room, he might have lost them and they're not listening to him? Do they do the young niggas fuck with him? Do they Mm. do the young guys fuck with him? I am posing questions. I have
1: no idea. I can't. I can't. I mean, to be honest with you, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like when I look at. And this is me always comparing them. You look at the entrance of Brian Danielson. You look at the entrance of CM Punk and kind of (laughs) like how that situation has worked out and what brian danielson has done in terms of opportunities for talent and stuff like that and you see cm punk he does that to an extent doesn't do it really a lot but also brian Danielson isn't a crabby <laughs> petulant mfer like he isn't someone who to my frustration
0: it, to my frustration because i feel like they let him, they he lets people do too much at him.
1: <laughs> no of course no of course but at the end of the day, it's what Brian wants to do. I mean, this is what he wants to do. He, I think he realizes he's in a position to give back more than actually take. And I'm not saying CM Punk has turned completely into Hogan, where he's just like, I need to be on top or something along those lines. But I do think there's a lot shorter of a fuse with him. And I think a lot of people backstage, especially considering... So these people backstage have absorbed punk kind of like how we see punk right yeah through news reports through mm-hmm. stuff and, and and as much as they want to say like oh no we know the true backstage of things these people are just as influenced by the fight fools and the dirt sheets as we are right obviously right um so they have their thoughts about them and they honestly it doesn't take much for the reports to corroborate because he is a very aggy guy. This and, is uh, we
0: have been. It's it's been a time a ticking time bomb, right? Where it's like these guys don't have to lie, and they're all telling the same stories. And
1: and it's and it's really going to end up being like CM Punk. You are you, gonna side with Punk or Page? Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of like feels like, you know.
0: Or or let's let's go deeper than that. You're gonna sign with with you gonna side with Punk and Tony or Paige and the Bucks. And Kenny, because that same show where Kenny walked out with the uh, the damn Batman armor on, <laughs> on walking like Matt Hardy ish. I watched this, got movie.
1: a wore a shirt
0: well, to the, the ring, looking Matt Hardy ish a little bit, looking a little bigger. If you're not ready to go, you're not ready to go. And he usually did, he cut, he cut. I'm you know, we're not even gonna get into all that, but. He cut a promo at the end saying, we're well, we not, we not fake. We, we we are who we say we are. Da-da-da-da-da. He said a lot of stuff. I keep telling people to listen to that Cody Rhodes promo right before he left, right before that ladder match. When it, when it seemed like, what the hell is he talking about, right? It's always the only person in that company that's ever been direct is MJF. Ever. Ever been direct. It's always been a little bit of read between the lines between those other guys. The Kenny promo to me... I mean, it's a terrible promo, but like, I'll read between the lines of what he's saying there. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 the Cody thing is more, it's set more precedence than people might think. You know what I'm saying? It was like, there is definitely something going on and it started when punk got there and it continued on right after. And the show got different. We're almost a year from September 5th, where everyone said that this was AEW's turning point. They turned and then they peaked and then they, they never got back to where they were ever.
1: I mean, but this is the growing pains of a company, right? This is what happens when you bring in these big stars and stuff like that. Like, shit like this happens. This is all part of the growing pain. I mean, if you have someone leading the ship, and they're constantly leading the ship, and they're affirmed in leading the ship, and you don't have other people leading their own ships, then you're going to get a situation where it's going to be resolved one way or another. But if everyone is leading their own...
0: I don't feel like he told Punk that he shouldn't have did that. I agree. As a leader, as a leader, a locker room leader, you don't do that. Not on TV. Come on, man. Imagine you think you you think half of the beefs that happened behind the scenes WWE we know about? No. They don't air them out either. Mm-hmm. They never do. Unless it was like that carrying thing and they felt like a work. it felt like a shoot, but we don't even I mean, carrying himself, don't need to say himself. That wasn't, that wasn't, that was scripted. That wasn't even, a, that wasn't even a shoot. It was a work. It was saying all that he stuff. Just,
1: he just had great delivery with that shit.
0: Yeah. But. So, I mean, the, the punk thing's interesting, man. And and then, I mean, let's get to the match that he's going to have with Moxley. That's coming out of nowhere. You know, I, I, I'm i with Quan on this saying, like, if they bring back MJF to to do this, this will make, this would be the dumbest booking decision they've ever done. If they bring him right. back to, to to interrupt that match.
1: So it's interesting because this is the company that doesn't do the schmoss finishes. Right. And you're either going to give this away on TV for a number similar to WCW. A lot of things are looking like WCW. Like, to be honest with you, like, a lot of things
0: are looking like WCW. Hot shot in a Um, match for a rating. I mean, you had everyone on that show last week. It didn't even hit a million. I mean, when are we going to start calling the spade a spade here? That they need to... They need to change the way they structure these shows. People are tired of watching the same show every week.
1: Absolutely. So it's a it'll be interesting to see what kind of happens from this. If they if they really want to unify it on a normalized dynamite, I'm confused why, considering you have. You don't need to. You have all eyes. You're Labor Day weekend pay-per-view. You're good. <laughs> I don't have work on Monday. I'll see it. Um, so there's no need to necessarily do that. Nor do I think that the rush job that they did last week, um, was necessary, but I can't see them bringing MJF. I wouldn't, if I was MJF, I wouldn't come back in this situation. It doesn't make any sense for me. Mm-hmm. It really
0: wouldn't like, I, I, there's no reason to, I mean, even if they had an extension, it's like that. this, this company is, is so screwy. And, I think it's a, a lot of stuff they're doing is reactionary. And I think a lot of it is not acted. I I don't think that, and, and I think that I don't want to bring like too much WWE shit into this, but I, I think that there were certain things that happened in, on their own and they didn't expect. And I think that the, the Vince stuff really is throwing them through a loop too, because it's like, this is a whole strategy change. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like, they was expecting Vince this year. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It wasn't expecting a, a mid year shakeup to this, to this level. And it's working. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's no one could expect that the fortunes to to switch that much. Cause it's like now, and we're going to talk about them right after this. You've got somebody on the shows and you got a bunch of people on the shows that, that were on the show that people loved two years ago. They're all right. on Monday nights. Now that core other than like two or three people are there. <sighs> CM Punk and We'll see. <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see. Listen, man.
1: We gonna see. We gonna see. He didn't have to. I don't think he could have. I think the the culture that AEW promotes, especially on the promo and having everybody kind of talk for themselves, it ends up everyone wanting to be the you know the 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 the, the shot master, the, the the not shock master, but the shot master, like the guy, the real shooting guy, the the talking about oh you know. Um, you're the second best Kingston I've been in the ring with. That I mean, was bro, weird. Do you, even, do you even speak to Kofi Kingston? I Does this make it even
0: That was so weird. We all know you you cut the guy off, right? Like Yeah. I thought that like, lever- was the last time you spoke to him. I thought that leveraging that man for a punchline, it's like as much as like I felt like as much as people get so sensitive leveraging about. Leveraging the Miz. Like, Come on now. Like, uh. Exactly. Like, oh God. But like Come as as now. much as as much as like people get so sensitive about Kofi, they didn't say nothing about that line. You know what I'm saying? They get sensitive about anything that happens to him. I'm like, bro, like he was actually a good friend of this guy. You know what I mean? The Colt Cabana thing is also being said is at the core of this meals where people are feel as though Punk coming in and kind of icing out Colt and sending him to ROH was something that was a point of contention for a lot of people backstage because Colt is a a liked guy backstage. Again, a lot of these people have worked with Colt. A lot of these people have not worked with Punk. So again, that goes back to the locker room, that younger locker room. Mm -hmm might know him from the the pipe bomb but they don't know him from the locker room. They know Colt right. cuz he's worked with a lot of these guys before and that's been a that's been a an issue too. What do you feel about that?
1: I think you it'd be weird if it wasn't addressed when he was signed by Tony Khan. Like it would be weird considering how much it is and you have them both in the same locker room. And this isn't an issue where it's just like, they don't like each other. This is like real litigation shit. Like they were friends. They are bore each other. Now. Like it's a, it's a lot. So my thing is about it is that Tony needs to reel in his company. <laughs> he needs to, <laughs> he really does. Control like your he, <laughs> <laughs> essentially, like he needs to reel in his company like he needs to figure that out and he needs to he needs someone to be honest like not necessarily make these decisions for him but i think he does he he's getting to the level where i think it's like
0: it's gonna all right in. what
1: is your role yeah what is your role really in all of this like what is your role really
0: I know what somebody else's role is. Mm.
1: Employed.
0: Employed. <laughs> Not a grind runner. <laughs> he didn't run. He could have been. He could have been, but he didn't run. Biggest surprise of the year?
1: He ran. I mean, he ran a little bit,
0: but he didn't like run he, away. He ran he to didn't... he ran to paternity. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're talking about Johnny Gargano uh showing up this week on Raw in Toronto at Scotiabank Center. Uh, biggest surprise of the year.
1: Um, of the year, I got to think about the year now. I don't know if it's the biggest surprise of the year, but uh, that's because we're also. It was jarring, for sure.
0: Jarring has like, a negative connotation. Like, can you say shocking?
1: Does jarring have a yeah. negative connotation? Not okay. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. It was, um, it was shocking because i didn't i mean i didn't ex- not that i just didn't expect it in that moment but i did expect it to eventually come i do i did always feel like johnny gargano especially with triple h back in the fold was going to be back um it is what if... <laughs> What, what the a situ- what a what a month we've had on our hands. Yeah.
0: What the fuck? The I game mean, done
1: changed. The game is different now. It's completely different. It, it, You're it, playing it, a different game.
0: Like I said before, it it they no one was expecting this. This is like the big joker. Where it's like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna bring all these people back. And they're gonna have that core. That core is there now, Mills. You got the Champa, Gargano core. Um, you've got you know, people that have been in NXT for a minute. Also, Bianca is there now. Rhea is there now. Damian Priest is there now. Finn is also there. A lot of these people were his his children. You know what I'm saying? And he was the guy who was booking them at their best. And now they're on Monday nights, Friday nights being booked on a, a bigger, you know, on a bigger platform. Gargano comes out and, I, and we had to move this from the raw section because this is just such a big conversation. We, we've got to talk about it now and talk about our feelings about it um he comes out third hour raw right before the main event perfect as cornell said shout out to him he said this no was next. It, Go ahead.
1: it was weird it wasn't like right before the main event it was well actually yeah because they started the main event at fucking 10 30 oh my yeah. god um it was right after the usually things hit at that like that crossover hour mark mm-hmm. people are changing their channels they're going from whatever show they were watching that's why things happen at eight o'clock nine o'clock ten o'clock Boom. And when they used to have the overrun, the overrun at 11 o'clock. This happened a little bit after that. This was like a 10 11 thing. Cause I remember like I was on my phone, not paying attention to Raw. It was this, I think prior to that, that I I forgot.
0: So I get why you weren't paying attention to Raw.
1: (laughs) I OD wasn't paying attention. Um, And then the music hit and it still hasn't processed my mind until I looked up and I saw the Gargano thing. I was like, wow. Holy shit and he's receiving a massive pop from the crowd and these people know who he is
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which i always felt the stigma had been especially with vince's uh with vince's thing like you build all this time in nxt you do all these things in nxt and then they change you completely to fit you in the wwe ecosystem which isn't mad it depends on how you're running your show i mean Vince McMahon is running the show however he wants to run the show but you completely ignore the stuff that he did in NXT. And there's definitely a place for that. Um, I think in Vince McMahon's WWE, in terms of the ecosystem, something that's a lot more character-based, you need a character. Um, and he wants to make sure it fits within the realm of his show, the essentially the universe that he had. But Johnny Gargano being able to walk out as Johnny Gargano and get that massive pop, get that massive reaction and kind of walk around and own the moment what uh, it was a very daniel bryan esque like flex to just kind of like walk out regular clothes look around nearly cry you know come out and cut a promo in front of a, a big healthy wwe main roster audience after never essentially he, he's appeared on the main roster but really never having a moment on the main roster
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was big this is big. This is massive, man. And this is a this is a L for AEW to be honest with you. You you think so? You don't
0: normally say that. You don't
1: <laughs> I just I don't normally say I think this is because it's they you I think I don't know how good their negotiation skills are. But the things I was running people away was Vince McMahon. So they always right. had that in their back pocket. Right. So with Triple H kind of like now in the fold, uh, they're going to have to be a true negotiator to be able to pull
0: people to that side. And, you know. But well, more than that, you had the opportunity to take what a lot of people feel as though is the heart and soul of that era. So you got Cole. You got Alistair Black. You got Andrade there. You got a bunch of like the, cheap, you know what I'm saying? What people felt as though was one of the biggest eras, but you didn't get Johnny. Like you get Johnny. That's like, oh, well, they don't got him. You know what I mean? Like they, they got him. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the guy who was giving you five-star matches, six-star matches, seven-star. You know what I'm saying? Like he was getting, he was breaking the Meltzer scale. And that's what people in, in AEW, they love. But oh, people, they
1: would have loved that. He would have, I mean, I think Tony would have loved Ab Johnny Gargano just based on the work rate itself, yeah. beyond being the heart and soul of NXT, which I think it would have been, you know, great as well. Because I think when he brought Adam Cole and he was like, this is the guy I've always wanted. If there was any threat to us on Wednesday night, it was this guy. Well, I think Johnny Gargano is a large part of that as well as just being a very malleable competitor and being able to kind of really do anything on that show now I always thought it would be weird if he went to AEW because I'm like nigga you got friends over there like you know people we've been saying this
0: we've been saying this for a long time I mean we have been saying that we didn't think he would leave I didn't
1: think yeah if 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 there was a good enough reason for him to stay he would have stayed um but I, I I didn't feel like there was enough of a strong reason to go over there I always felt like and I felt this with Adam Cole too just try it out, nigga.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> just try
0: it out. Yeah, just try it, bro. Just,
1: just try it. You never know what's gonna happen unless you do, and you, you know, know what's more. gonna happen if you <laughs> move over there.
0: Yeah, like, like you, you know what you're gonna get there, but it's like you, you gotta think that, it, that that Johnny Gargano there tips the scales in terms of, in my opinion, if they choose to go this route, Mills, you've got a Daniel Bryan level baby face that you can get over there. You've got, to me, while I was shaky on the heel side of him at first, when he became that narcissistic kind of goofy type heel on NXT before you know, during his last run, that worked for me. It's And, and the thing is, is that we got to see him develop, eh, developmental. He got to develop into a better talker who carried that over into his promo on Monday, which I, I rather enjoyed as well, which felt heartfelt and felt like it was not written. Mm-hmm. Like it was actually something that he wanted to say, and I, I think everything about the segment worked. You know, right up, even the theory stuff. Even worked.
1: theory part, yeah. Even the theory stuff work. I think theory is just a great. Um, theory was a great touch. It's like referencing the past, obviously, but you have theory, who's also developed in the last nine months that he's been gone, mm-hmm. developed into a full blown actual WWE. Star. Notable star,
0: mm-hmm. and and they've got and, a story there.
1: Yeah, and yeah. they've got a story there, and you know that when Johnny Gargano is on it, it's going to be good.
0: Yeah, you've. I mean, the the this is really to me. You could say, oh, Bray will tip the scales, or some other people tip the scales if they come back. Like Johnny tips the scales because you've got someone who can immediately give you great matches in the same way that I felt as though Sammy was years ago too. And I don't feel like they actually ever utilized him to that way. And, and he got hurt too, a lot, but like Johnny can give you, you can get Johnny and Riddle. You can get Johnny and, and Seth Rollins. You can get Johnny and AJ Styles, which I think we've never seen before, you know, Johnny and Drew McIntyre, which they ripped it up and, and evolved. They can do that again. You know what I mean? Like there's just, now, so many, we,
1: they, do, do you get, do you get 40 minute match? Johnny at any point on this main roster.
0: You don't need to. You know what I mean? And and I think he I think Triple H is, has has been very careful to not do that, right? So mm-hmm. I would imagine you only get that maybe on Mania's. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe Mania, you'll you'll, you'll get that, but it's like I I would hope Mania
1: he, backlash or something. I don't know. Yeah, like I I, I I would <laughs> hope
0: that he has I mean, look at what he had edge out there, you know, allowing edge to do yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he you know, it, it's working to me as far as the mix of action and and storytelling. It, it really is working to me. And Johnny Gargano, he's right there. He he he's the guy. Like, can you believe this? Me like Triple H and HBK are running the company. They're running Amen. the future of the company.
1: Amen. You know this this Caleid album coming out called God Did.
0: Uh huh. H Dude. <laughs> Gargano, H-D-A. dude.
1: <laughs> Listen, man. It's good to see Johnny Gargano back on Raw. Looks good, it man. Is. Looks good. It is. It is, man. Someone check Adam Cole's pulse, like seriously, because they were man, mad at you for that one. I mean, they gonna have to be, but at this point, at this point, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't be mad anymore. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You like. There's minutes. too much. Yeah, there's too much evidence in support of this thing. Like, I think now, I think when I posted what I posted in in January, which was like, damn, this Adam Cole shit is sad. It was a lot more contention. You can't contend, like, what are you going to tell me right now (laughs) Or that happened in the last year? Because it's almost a year since he's been there. What are you going to tell me that happened in the last year that corroborates that this was a better decision than just staying put?
0: Ain't one night. For
1: video games, for video games and his girlfriend, which he would have had anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, gotta love, man. gotta love Gulak saying, "Hey, I'm streaming again. Thanks, Triple H." <laughs> <laughs> that
1: had to be a shot. I don't know. Had to be just like, a light, 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 light tap. Light tap.
0: Stay low and build, man. Stay fucking low and build. That's what they're doing, man. Stay fucking low, and you need to
1: find a lawyer to figure out how to get him out that contract. It's not that I hate. I do not hate Adam Cole. I just think that was a very poor decision that was made. And honestly, I'm trying to find ways to stop reminding him about it. But when his contemporaries show up (laughs) (laughs) and thriving and living in Teslas and all these other things, it's hard to... It's hard. I'm sure Triple H, I I'm sure Johnny Gargano, you know, they had their phone call thing. It was like, yo, let's let's iron out this main roster contract. And he could have given the standard main roster contract. But he's like, you know what? I know what you
0: big, I'm, I'm, the, I'm with the big thing.
1: Yeah, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little more because I know what you can do. Like, you my guy. You're gonna be me and you, we're gonna be here. And
0: I'm, I'm really
1: <laughs> I really listen, none of that could have happened. Fine. But what did happen? <laughs> is that Adam Cole went over there? And I haven't seen Adam Cole. Adam Cole turned on his friends and we haven't seen him in weeks.
0: He's hurt. I don't know why they did that.
1: Why did they do that? <laughs> did he get hurt again in the middle of it? Like what's going on? Did he fly back to Oz? What's going on?
0: You better, Go better get to him seeing Punk. <laughs>
1: hey man. Hey man, he might he might throw a shot at me in that ring. That's the it's crazy going.
0: part about that CM Punk shit is it. Like now you know that no one is allowed to say anything crazy about him or he's going to go complain. That's the crazy part about it is that like now you can't really like like Adam Page would probably thought that he was doing like what the other guys doing doing like a cool work shoot. You know what I'm saying? Where it, it would they would have shook hands afterwards cuz that's how nice everyone is now. Now you know that you can't say nothing crazy about him so you know whoever does a promo about him it's going to be very it's gonna be very like planned out, you know. what I'm saying like you can't say nothing about Punk; it'll piss him off. That's the crazy part. We we've been on these two topics for that long. Let's get to the last two things. Uh, Let's do it. Jeff Jarrett left WWE uh, and and was replaced by Road Dogg, damn near instantaneously. So that that means that Triple H, yes, is pulling in all of his guys, and they're and they're they're going to do it his way now
1: hey man and to have all types of dx reunions and all types of stupid shit on the show i can't wait till you think billy gunn
0: i mean he got <laughs> he got his kids turned on him and he's like you know i mean billy gunn has been very vocal about how he feels as though AEW needs to change and i think it's, it's been one of the most underrated like interviewer interviews that i've seen where he was just like yeah, we need to slow this shit down a little bit and i'm like they uh, narrator they absolutely did not slow shit down
1: <laughs> no they absolutely did not if you saw his segment on the show they had a one minute match. <laughs> they turned on his dad. <laughs> the acclaimed came out immediately after the run off his sons. And then Billy Gunn <laughs> celebrated with the acclaimed. And that happened within the span of four minutes. Insane. And Stokely Hathaway was somewhere. <laughs> he came out during the, at some point during this and left.
0: <laughs> so weird. Um, Road Dog is, is now taking over Jeff Jerry's, Jerry's duty as a uh, uh, live event. A head of live event. So yeah, keep this guy away from creative. man.
1: road dog was practically begging for a job, man. (laughs) Um, Everywhere. Like, yo, I work for anybody. (laughs) Just let me work. They're not giving me unemployment.
0: So there, there were a lot of things that, uh, that happened with NXT UK in general. Um, last week, number one being, um, NXT Europe was announced um last week and they basically said that we're going to we're going to rethink this NXT UK thing and um you know we're we're going to kind I'm gonna of hold
1: you doesn't have the doesn't have the same ring as UK I'm going to keep it a bug with you but go off
0: but they they want to kind of cover everything UK of course is like one little one little region and they would bring other people in from other regions of the UK or, or of, of Europe sorry. Of
1: it. I got the gist of it Walter was there Walter ain't from the UK but I got the exactly.
0: gist of it. Yeah, they had people like you're like come on nigga you ain't really good. But um but with, with that and they they're actually they're actually um kinda, I th- I believe I, I seldom them say that Shawn Michaels will be running a lot of the their operations out of out of the US. So basically and I think we all guessed this, if your ass got brought over to the US and be in 2.0 and you're on 2.0 in the next couple of weeks, you're staying everyone else is gone. Or mo- most of everyone else is probably going to be gone. I mean, I think Mako, Sadamora is probably safe. Um no, and a couple other people were safe. Um, but these are people that were, that I know Mako doesn't, but these are people that look like they fit into the Europe, the Europe branding that they want to do. Um, but this is a list of people released flash Morgan Webster, wild boar, Jack stars, Mark Andrews, who I'm a really big fan of Amal, MLM McKenzie, Christy Bolsey, who was a ring announcer, Dave Mastiff, Ashton Smith, who I was also really fond of, uh, Shaw Samuels, Nina Samuels, Sam Gradwell, Danny Luna, primate Rohan Raja. Kenny Williams, who I liked as well, Amir Jordan, um, Trent Seven, which was a shocker to me, uh, Sid Scala, Eddie Dennis, T Bone, Teal Man, Zaire Brookside, and Saxon Huxley.
1: Hey, Amen. We should have seen something coming when they when they had them country boys take them UK tag team championships, and they never went back to return. <laughs> 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 the niggas never brought them shits back. <laughs> it was like, mm, might be onto something here. <laughs> But then they had Gallus.
0: had Gallus come back and immediately go after them. I say, oh yeah, UK's <laughs> died
1: you just seen some when they they sent they sent people over there, probably probably recon mission. See how the shit is. See how they running um, over there.
0: But but with that, I mean, Heat Wave kind of set up in knowing certain terms that there would be something happening there. And then they confirmed it last week that Worlds Collide will happen on September 4th, which is the day after uh, Clash at the Castle. So it's going to be NXT 2.0 versus NXT UK. I mean, you can pretty much kind of pencil in a couple of the matches. It looks like maybe uh, Blair, um, Blair Davenport uh, against Mandy Rose, um, Tyler Bate versus Braun Breaker. I'm pretty sure the Gallus and uh, the Country Boys match is going to be on that as well um i'll probably find a place for um tony d'angelo or somebody on that match or, or on that card as well so we'll see what happens this week
1: hey man they doing something listen and got the highest ratings they did since last october it there did. is momentum with wwe currently
0: mm-hmm. and they're not gonna fuck it up they're Amen. not gonna fuck it up um 1200th episode of smackdown was last friday did you know that? Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Did not know. It was, I don't know where it was special. So I was like, okay, I guess. I
1: was like, okay. I was like, okay. I was like it in Montreal. I guess that's special enough, for 1200 episodes. I guess someone looked at the counter and I was like, we probably should make a graphic or something. They had, um,
0: they had shirts ready and they were there. So I would imagine that they knew that already because it were mm, probably takes a couple weeks. They they, sh- they were selling the shirts there. So.
1: Hey man, maybe they didn't care enough. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Ronda Rousey came out at the beginning of the show. Beat up some security guards, cut a cool promo.
1: Just doing cool shit, man. Just uh,
0: I don't man. I don't know about so you're going to put me in the butt, but I thought I thought the rest of it was cool.
1: Hey man. She's doing some cool
0: shit, man. Ronda like, not- the 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 personality of Ronda kind of seeps through with her with this turn that she's having right now, right? Is it
1: really a turn? She about to turn back. <laughs>
0: I don't know what they're doing in terms of that. Like
1: I feel like Paul Hammond's booking.
0: <laughs> they need to be really careful. They need to be very careful about how they proceed with Rhonda in regards to live. They cannot. They've cannot. I've said this last week. Could not make live look stupid. Not make live look they overly, too. overly weak. I, I would hope they make a, a change. I, I would hope Shayna is the linchpin of, of them changing their perception. I don't know how. But, people uh, not
1: gonna, people not going to boo Ronda Rousey getting beating up security officers and getting arrested. Because we've been conditioned... Her,
0: her. They weren't booing her complaining either.
1: Yeah, we've, we've been conditioned by 20 years of Stone Cold Steve Austin that that's cool as fuck. So, <laughs> um, they're not going to boo her if they put her in the ring. I mean, currently we have Liv Morgan. Uh, her feud is against Shayna Baszler. So... I'm be, I don't know what they do. I don't know what you do. It's it's going to go back on Ronda eventually. But at this point, Ronda is going to become so popular that you're not going to be able to turn her. And if plans are my and my plans in my head is that in L.A., it's going to be Becky versus Ronda.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and Ronda has to be super heel. And that's the only person that they would boo, in my opinion.
1: Because Becky is right now. She chilling. She faced up. Yeah. She'll be here. But Ronda might trend in that direction. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Now, I know this is a new era of WWE, so I'm pretty sure they're not against having Ronda versus um, Becky, them having their little tough girl promos and still both being faces. Mm -hmm. But one of them is going to get booed. Just like either Liv is going to get booed or Ronda is going to get booed. And if I had to put money on it, I would say Liv was probably going to get booed before Ronda does.
0: Yeah. You just can't keep having her go against shooters and real badasses. Just like you got to have her go against somebody like Shotzi. Who to hear Michael Cole say "Confessions of an Insecure Girl" on commentary—really something else.
1: Like that is nuts. <laughs> Yo, can we can, can we talk about quick for a second? Yo, where where the fuck did Lacey Evans go?
0: <laughs> oh, completely gone. I gone. I, there are certain things where, like now, you know that was a Vince thing. Let's name them: the twenty four seven championship, Reggie gone, Lacey <laughs> Evans, Akira Tazawa, our truth uh, gone. gone, all Vince people, low key, Omos to the back burner, Elias, Elias to the back burner, it's, damn near immediately. A,
1: Triple H is Triple H is reclaiming Elias. He is like no. No, we're not doing. We're not doing this. I'm reclaiming him. Go, go off and grow a beard, and I'll see you in two months.
0: Yep, that's absolutely what he's doing. Um, you can see, like the the Lacey Evans thing is that, like, we were like, "Oh man, ah, Lacey Evans." Now it's like not even a factor. She better go back down to NXT. I think that's that's. Did he even
1: like her in NXT?
0: (laughs) She was never booked in any like really important capacity. She was pushed though. She, w- she was she was pushed, yeah. never above anyone.
1: She would like, punch the shit out of Kyrie, saying every damn week. So like it,
0: it was it was definitely. Hey, are you complaining about it? With, with, with what we got?
1: Nah, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not. It's just wild as fuck to see her being vaporized. Like, be clear be, be clear,
0: be clear. SmackDown still got a sorry ass women's division, but like I, I don't think Lacey would improve that either way. So. No.
1: Clearly not. A draft will improve it, but there have been rumors of that it's coming um, momentarily. A draft. So,
0: well, hold on. I think I actually think there's a report. I think there's a breaking report on that. Hold on, let me.
1: Okay, wait a minute. Refresh. You got breaking news. Wait a minute. Um, Do we need a sound effect for this shit. Oh.
0: Apparently, or there's, well, there's going to be one. So I, I don't know if it'll it'll air by the time we get. Uh-huh. It, but apparently, not not
1: so fast. Hold on. Let me see. Access granted. Let me see no I ain't got no sound effect for it all mind. right all right
0: um living Shotzi had a had a I thought that had a good match I, I think you need to book live in matches like this that were that make her look good and that are really competitive and I thought Shotzi like I I was like yo Shotzi you need to you know you might need to hang it up CDL time but I thought Shotzi did her thing in that match too hey, was pretty
1: good. they need to chill on the internet shit <laughs>
0: Yeah, especially when I know y'all homegirls. So like I, I I won't buy none of it.
1: Yeah. You know, just chill. It, you know, we only It don't need to always become personal. Talking about some other green <laughs> you ain't even the hottest green haired chick that I've that's been in WWE. I was like, she the hottest green haired chick right now because Ruby ain't doing nothing
0: currently. Where's Ruby? There's gotta be a lot of people like fuck doing bruh when they go to ruby, dynamite hear that, that weak ass theme song
1: ruby bitch she with eddie kingston in them
0: Ugh. i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry Ugh. anyway um shannon comes out oh, Sh- yeah that kick was disrespectful crazy my um i was watching it with my father-in-law he saw that kick, he was like, whoa. He was like, they they going, <laughs> he said, they going crazy, aren't they? I said, yeah, that's how they do it now. <laughs> they call it Shayna? Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's how they doing it now. You're being me. Uh, this would be a good match. I, I I mean, I don't need much to be sold on on an on old Shayna. That seems to be what Triple H yeah, is doing is reclaiming these old gimmicks and being hey, like, this never should have ended.
1: Hey man, we're gonna talk about it soon. We're gonna talk about it when we hit Raw too about reclaiming his time. Um
0: uh, I'm glad you know who I'm the, I'm glad he didn't change? Sami Zayn. Sami mm-hmm. Zayn, one of the most pop- He was teaming with Re- with Roman Reigns over the weekend, which was I would have loved to see that match because uh the USOs obviously could not come across the border to Canada. Um I believe both hey, of man. them have warrant or 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 had uh not warrants, but they were they had been um Sent to jail. Because of DUI thing, and yeah, DUIs and stuff. But um, hey man,
1: <sighs> hey man, Sami Zayn wished Jimmy Uso a happy birthday yesterday, and I cried laughing. Not Jay. <laughs> They're twins, nigga. <laughs> I, I,
0: I like the I like the um the story between them two. I like the story that they told in the fatal five, the, the fatal five way, which I thought was a banger um they should do that more often just just have these matches where all these guys get to be on tv and show off what they can do yeah and, and let the crowd decide who, who who's hotter you know what i mean and um of course seamus won that seamus is going on to um it's going I don't on know about of
1: course seamus won that i didn't i mean not that i didn't see it coming but i was just like i put two and two together all after the fact i was like seamus
0: huh that's
1: it. That's, okay. gonna that's gonna be good it's gonna be good no it's gonna be fire you gonna fucking with it no nah, i'm fucking with it it's gonna be fire
0: uh, oh yeah no it's gonna be fire no um I'm glad Sammy didn't win it. I mean, we don't want to see that yet, you know. what I mean, because it, it would cross Gunther into the, the 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 realm of the bloodline, which I don't think they want to do yet. Um, so we had there, there's been a bunch of stuff happening with the tag team championship stuff. Uh, obviously, <laughs> something happened with Nikita Lyons. Mm. Uh, she's saying <laughs> it's not the vaccine. A lot mm. of other people saying it is a vaccine. Mm. My story on this is that like I'm I was I was. Like I'm so I, I'm so like tired of people knowing everything when I'm going backstage because it's like it took away to me a moment for JC and Gigi where I thought that people should have been being like, you know what, Nikita's an idiot. Let her go be an idiot. She'll out herself. Like they always do when they're idiots, right? Yep. Let's big up these girls who've been working hard on that show and deserve this. this look. Cause we when we first saw it, we was like Nikita and, and Zoe, we was like, What? Toxic to me fit fit better. They faced off against um, um, Natty. And uh, who was the other one? Um, Sonya Deville. Sony Sonya Deville, Deville, there you go. <laughs> Come on
1: now. You ain't even know. Like, you ain't even processed the other version. That's insane.
0: Sonya is like an NPC to me. Um, yeah,
1: she, no, she definitely is.
0: Faced off with them. Beat them. News comes out <laughs> that uh, Gigi Dolan had a, got a concussion during the match. I was like, when did this happen?
1: <laughs> Probably do not fail her corona, nigga. <laughs> she tried her corona. It was like, oh, gravity.
0: <laughs> Natty was not ready for the hurricane. I was like, ooh. ooh, ooh.
1: That butt ain't supposed to be in there. I'll tell you that right now.
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. You uh I'm mom. Okay, I'm
1: sorry. Boot, boot, boot. I boot wish you the best.
0: Boot, please. Uh but no, like, Jesus Christ, Corey. Jade. You see that you see this in uh What's she doing? Go to go to, go to Discord real quick, as I explain this. Okay. Uh Jesus Christ. Um <laughs> God yeah. But it's very very sad, man. Uh very, very sad that that, that happened. Um I, I thought that, you know, I had them going really far when they got announced. Um, so there there has to be a last chance fatal four away tag team match with SmackDown between all the teams that have lost already. Um, I would probably imagine that um do drop and Nikki are probably gonna get that slot that final slot and lose to um really, what what side of the bracket are they on? Let me check. The SmackDown side. <laughs> oh, uh, um, Raquel and Aaliyah—they're probably gonna lose to them. So, uh, yeah, sad. Just, just a shitty moment for them. I, I feel really bad, but you know they'll be back and better than ever. It, it seems to me that like they seem poised and ready to kind of put them on the main roster anyway. So that, I would imagine that that—that's probably what's gonna happen once Mandy drops that title. So you want to—you put on here that you want to talk about this Hit Row. What—what what more you want to talk about with these niggas, man? Mm.
1: Hold on, we got a we got some breaking fightful select news.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It says WWE draft has likely changed internally. Yeah, so not so fast on the WWE draft. We reported that many of the WWE roster expecting for the draft to take place after Clash of the Castle. However, that doesn't seem to be anywhere near a slam dunk anymore. Oh, you getting funny with it? Um he says USA Network sources have told talent that the draft isn't happening in the immediate future. Have outright stated that is to happen after WrestleMania is a likelier landing spot.
0: That can't be. That would be crazy. There's no way. Crazy. There's no way that, as constructed, those rosters can um, shake out that way. As constructed for another s- nine months, that can't happen.
1: Right. Amen let wait for Clash at the Castle. That's all I'll say.
0: Also says here they're told the WWE source that, Tevel, that several D- raw talent were unbooked from the SmackDown episode that follows Clash at the Castle. Many stars have been told that the draft was likely taking place that week, but if it is, a significant number of crossover talent were not involved. There's no way, right? Like, it, it has to happen soon. It, it, it's been a year with these same rosters. And if you want to... So, Af- After Mania kind of cuts off what you, where you can go, Becky has... Pretty much beating everyone on on that roster. That's why we thought that she was poised to go over to Ronda's side.
1: Also, postmania doesn't make any sense. Um, That's how they used to a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense from like a television standpoint. Like fall is where you want to do your big things. Um, after mania, this doesn't doesn't make sense to me. But, um. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Are you talking about Hit Row? hero, Terrible raps? What
0: are we talking about? Well, here's my thing with Hit Row. I think okay. the, B-fab, the B-Fab rap was not good. Like, mm. objectively, not good. I felt as though Hit row y that's not something we celebrating. <laughs> like, if y'all...
1: <laughs> I forgot all about... Let me tell you something. I'm not revisiting that song. So the fact that you recall anything to me, I remember the only thing I recall is being very looking at the television and be like, "Yo, why are they doing this?" <laughs> a whole song, like a whole song that no one knows on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like it was
0: long too. It was very long, or it felt long. Here's but.
1: here's here's my thing on rapping, and this is why I've never been fully on board with hit rose rapping i i can deal with the tag team wrestling that's fine wrestling is a bare minimum you need to accomplish and they're not bad but you can't there's so many different things one no one knows a song so you're performing a song that has not been released digitally that's not been there's no music video for it there's there's nothing for the people to latch on to because y'all doing full 16s for whatever fucking reason yeah Two good you took a picture of that. Two I gotta
0: send it. I gotta send it to the um, Discord. So I'm
1: okay. Working. Two there's a reason why it is as, as it as weird as it is to consider Vince McMahon understanding the performance of rapping. It's not so much the performance of rapping as is understanding the audience in front who they're rapping to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a reason why our truth says what's up, and then holds up the mic, and then says what's up again.
0: It's the call and response, yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a reason why John Cena, back in the day, would rap, say something that obviously rhymes, and then wait for people to also follow up with the other cuss word that he can't say on television. (laughs) There's a reason why... I don't even like giving these niggas props. But the acclaimed rap at half a bar <laughs> per damn per damn 30 seconds and just say, four, and they don't even say a lot. It's mm-hmm. really like an A-bar, you know,
0: say, oh, me. Like, man, pee It's like the end of it. They, they rap like it's the end of a, of a verse. You <laughs> yeah. Know I mean? They rap like it's the end of a verse, yeah. There's a reason why they do that.
1: It's for the people to engage and respond and, and absorb all the other stuff. You can't be, you can't, the one thing about being a rapper, at least a a good rapper, one, you don't have to prove that you can rap if you're a rapper. That's the, that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing against them. You don't have to, if you rap and don't try to prove to me that you're a good rapper.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you're a good, if you're a good wrestler. Does it
1: sound good? Is it fine? I
0: I really don't give a shit. You know what I care about? I care about, do y'all dress well and they don't (laughs) dress well. And they don't black for that. They don't represent what I would expect. Like they dress like it's 1990 fucking two. You know what I'm saying? Not not 2022. I I know y'all got money. I know H can can slide y'all a fucking stylist. I know I know AJ uh uh top dollar, whatever. I know you're a bigger guy. They do make look at Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? Look at Rod Wave.
1: Hey man,
0: they make them <laughs> big. They get they <laughs> they, they do, get you too, bro. They do something. They do something. They they have stylists. There is people that can have stylists. There is definitely a way for you to make this shit work, bro. It's not working out for 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 the style for me. It kind of takes me out of it, bro. It, it takes me out of the whole the whole thing, bro. Like, uh, I don't know. It 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 really is like it 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 really is confusing to me that they would allow them to go out dressed like that, especially if they want them to be big stars. The the raps to me are like whatever. I don't care if you're a good rapper. You guys barely perform well. I don't know what Ashanti Adonis even does other than like bop around. It doesn't even look like he listens to rap the way he. Amen. Is Amen. Listen.
1: He listens to
0: like he listens to like Google Goo dolls or some shit. There's no way he listens to rap the way that he <laughs> he bounces around. And like,
1: oh God.
0: I'm not Listen even talking about in-ring. I'm not saying they're shitty wrestlers either.
1: Nah, they not. they not. We can't even say anything about that because they're not. It's just the whole... You got to make us believe. If R-Truth got to sit down and teach you how to rap in front of people, then let R-Truth sit you down <laughs> and teach you how to rap in front of a WWE audience. The nerve you guys thought that you would pull out a fucking song. A whole rap song. No, 16s. In Montreal,
0: <laughs> and then you, and then you interrupted Triple M.
1: Mm. Now the best part about that segment was Maxine doing a little her bop.
0: She was like, "Ooh, this shit trash. Ooh, okay, <laughs> this shit trash. Okay, turn out that
1: was the best part about it. That was the best part about it. Shout out to her still having a job.
0: Yeah, shout out to her. Let's get to uh, let's get the raw. Yeah, let's get. Th-
1: Let's get two raw and through raw. We some talkative yeah. ass
0: motherfuckers. Yeah, we are talking a lot this week. We I I, you know, I'm just happy to talk. Uh lots of lots of matches on Raw. Uh probably they had a they had a, a poll or not a poll, but a, a graph of how much how long how much wrestling was on last week's Raw was like 21 minutes. I think this definitely broke that that whole thing. I think there was maybe 30 minutes of wrestling on Raw.
1: Bro, they had uh, Bailey and Aaliyah got like 10 minutes. I was like, all right, come on now.
0: She I'm don't. I was like, Bailey needs to be squashing her. What are y'all doing? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see her back, but she was getting way too much. I, um, I get
1: that it's Aaliyah's hometown. Don't get me wrong. Because I know Triple H must like her. Because one, she's from SmackDown and she's on Raw I'm getting time on this show. Well,
0: Shady hired her. So, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then it's been like 10 minutes. I'm like, yo, Bailey, come on now. Come on. Hit a Bailey to Bailey or whatever submission or whatever you're doing now and get it get out of there. We don't need we don't need this going on this long. TBH. I thought the same thing for another match too.
0: Oh, the uh, the gable shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I was> like, <laughs> what did, what did, what did we prove by showing Kevin Owens could be both of them niggas by himself? <laughs> I was like, come on now. What do we prove? Well, I mean, I guess you get the you get the character back. Um I, I I worry about like it just looking too nostalgia act to me. Yeah, you know, me too. The retro shirt, I don't think this shirt's even old enough to even be retro yet. You know, like 2015. I, I, I didn't think I didn't think that um I did not think that Kevin Owens' gear didn't look bad. Like I didn't think it looked bad, but I mean if you're going back to the gym shorts look, okay, cool, whatever like I'm just wondering where that's going to lead to. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, cool that's to be, what I'm saying. It's cool to be giving people back their old gimmicks. I'm not mad at that at all. I would just, I just don't want you to take away the the actual characters that they grew over the past five six years. Like Kevin Owens Absolutely. was actually really funny to me.
1: He was great. I think the Elias thing was incredibly. I don't want him to be the overly tough guy because he has so much more layers and he's so much more capable than just being just that.
0: He's badass. So, he's badass. But he's, like, yeah, I, I was fine not seeing Papa Powerbomb member again. I was fine with it. Like, I, I'm I'm worried that it's, 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 he's going to be a particular character that they lean too much into. Remember this? And yeah. it's like, yeah, I remember this. And then he evolved. You know what I mean? And, and, and I can't say that for a lot of other people. Like, cause he's to me, him and, um, who did I just say going over oh, and Shayna are like, they, they to me are going way back to, you know, turning the clock way back. You know what I mean? But like, I, I think that with Kevin Owens, he didn't really need it. I thought that he was just great. Like, like Shayna needed that. Shannon needed to, yeah. go to turn the clock back. Kevin Owens to me not so much. So I wonder what twist they're going to give it.
1: Absolutely. Um.
0: um damn, we actually had okay Judgment Day.
1: What do you Boy, feel they, about them? They had a time last night. Oh, they say, had.
0: What do you feel about the course correction since really what was it? Ray with the Madison Square Garden show where they they've completely course corrected these guys.
1: Hey, Amen. Good for them is what I'll say. And Rhea seems to be a very strong piece in all of this, which is, I think is fantastic as well. And Damian Priest getting his time on Monday Night Raw as well, um, just great. But they, this is no spooky shit, no mm-hmm. supernatural shit. New music. <laughs> new music, new music. Just being motherfuckers up.
0: I liked it. I I thought Finn versus Dolph was a banger. Okay, but
1: they, but I do think. We're going to need... And sure, I'm sure we'll get that. I do think they need time to continue to establish the overall... Just the overall thing. Just tell me their motives, man. What are, the, like, what are they going for? Like, you know, all of this other stuff. My, my only problem is sometimes Finn sounds like he's playing a bad guy. And I would need him... And the match really... I like the match a lot more because it kind of showed me how thing is. But I also need him to, like, Maybe like a submission or something. Maybe choke out after the bell or something.
0: Yeah, new move. Um, new move. Yeah,
1: definitely. yeah. He, I, I, he I feel like something.
0: Ross is still very much a a baby, a baby face move, but Absolutely. but you remember like he did that move like um, in New Japan too when he was a heel. So it's 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 like it's, it's like okay, I get it. It's fine. Like for people that know that you did that, that's fine. But it's like you ain't gonna be able to lift up niggas for the nineteen sixteen all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but I thought that was that was really awesome. They were all over the show like you said. Um, and then the main event, man. I I really liked that main event a lot. It was it, to me one of the, one of my again, I said this three weeks in a row. One of my favorite TV matches <laughs> of the I year. I mean,
1: it's clear what they it's clear what Triple H is doing with the main event. You main event the show. You main eventing the show.
0: Mhm. Mhm. And,
1: mm-hmm. and you know 10 minutes before rap we getting out to the ring kind of thing. This, this match started at 10 30. They gave Edge the proper entrance that he got, very Canadian ass entrance. Got Damien Priest's moment. They promoted the match throughout the show. So it seemed like a big deal. And we got it, and it was a big deal. It what was a, a great moment. match.
0: What a moment for Damien, too. Like, shout out to him. Like, he he gets to main event a Raw, he gets to have that moment, pulled out an Unprettier, uh, got powerbombed on a barricade. <laughs> Edge was, Edge was wilding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're already trying to retire next year?
0: I heard that. Um, next uh I'm I'm guessing he's revealing that SummerSlam's gonna be in Toronto next year.
1: <laughs> I don't know if he thinks that, but he says around this time, if we hear in August, I'm like, what was a random raw, nigga? <laughs> like like relax. I feel like he um, said I
0: feel like somebody told him that that they're gonna be there next year. It it lines up. Well, yeah, they always
1: in Toronto around this time. They mm-hmm. always there's always a summer in Toronto that they're at. They I don't know if they plan around OVO fest or something.
0: But <laughs> OVFS with Raw would be crazy.
1: That would be sick. But um it's a you know, if this is truly his last run, if he on his D Wade shit, go off.
0: It makes sense. He um you know, he had only signed like a three or something year deal <laughs> and then half of that deal he's been injured. <laughs> so <laughs> I want uh, my time back. Yeah. um but i i feel as though this front is going to be more sustained there's more of a, 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 a there's more of a strategy here i have they just completely dropped this Red mysterio thing
1: i hope so <laughs> they dropped veera shit <laughs> they can drop this too
0: <laughs> i just feel like they've completely dropped this whole storyline but but yeah um at the end of the match uh edge wins i'm not mad about edge winning this he should have won this um but, it, but the, the the way they led there was, was very good um you had uh, Rhea come out with Finn. They start beating this shit out of Edge. Uh, and then uh, as they're about to hit him with the chair, uh, Beth Phoenix comes out and she she faces off against Rhea. And that's how the show ends. Really, really good way to end the show. I'm into this feud. I, I'll say it right now. I'm into it. I like it.
1: I'm, I'm into it as well.
0: Um, Dakota Kai and Io Sky beat uh, Alexa Bliss and, and Asuka to advance to the finals of the Women's Tag Team Tournament. But before that, we got a Trish Jada segment. Listen, man. You got to watch that. You know what I mean? You got to calm yourself. You got to take a cold shower after that segment, man.
1: She still looks good. Like, good for her. Like, I wonder what she's doing.
0: CMOS, man. You know what I'm saying?
1: I don't know. Something like that. (laughs) Something like that. Um, She she looked good. The opening segment. I feel like they're trying to... They're they're really trying to build the six-woman tag, but I feel like they don't really have all the... The fact that they have to put it, they put one, they put a tournament in the middle of the fucking build to the six person tag, but I feel like I really, I need like anarchy now right now. Like they were I just need beating the each other
0: up. They were just fight. No, apart. no, no.
1: But I feel like, I don't know. There's something I'm trying to think of it. Like, do you remember the six tag, um, six person tag with the bloodline versus Randy Orton, in Matt Riddle and Drew McIntyre? Like, I feel like I need that kind of like energy. So hopefully it picks up over the next
0: couple of weeks. I will say that it's weird they that like there was like that first two weeks, but they couldn't stop fighting, and now they like stop fighting. <laughs> so I was like all right, it was on site for y'all for two weeks, and now y'all just like stop fighting. That was kind of weird because
1: they had to have other people fighting over the show.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Riddle
1: and Riddle and Seth Rollins kicking off the show. This how no Paul Heyman involved with this fucking thing because it started off with just violence for no reason.
0: I I'm looking forward to the face to face. Um, I am wondering because the thing is, as much as Triple H loved Finn and Riddle and the women, there is no one. And in, in, in correct me if I'm wrong here. There is nobody that he loves more on this fucking company than Seth Rollins. So, what is he going to do with Seth? Is my question.
1: I don't know. He's
0: got of his, he got two. His he got two of his faves facing off in Clash of the Castle. So I'm I'm really wondering um where going to win. You gotta win, right? got he gotta get yeah. some he has to start looking strong. I think Riddle could take one more loss and then get him away from Seth and then have him start beating everybody else. I think I think that that to me would be the best way to go about this. But um Raw was good, man. I mean we talked about the Johnny Gargano appearance. That happened as well. Uh Toronto was, was a hot crowd throughout most of the night. I thought my it was a good Dexter, show.
1: My man Dexter Lumis kidnapped the Miz for whatever reason.
0: It's okay. He probably he probably uh, you know. He's, he's, part he's rich.
1: Miz, Miz will get out of it. He's rich.
0: He wants to participate in the new season of Miz and Misses. You know, so he's trying to. That'll be a segment. You know, I couldn't find Miz. <laughs> couldn't is that how? Miz? Is that how he speaks? That's how. Uh, what's her name? Maurice he speaks. Oh, cool. Maurice. Oh, okay. What? What, are, what have you been thinking, man? What? What do you think about the? You know, it's been three weeks or damn near a month, really. Um, of Triple H in charge. My my interest and intrigue in these shows has not stopped. I feel as though it's been it's been strong. I mean, we, one thing we forgot about meals. There was a carrying cross segment on Saturday, on SmackDown that I thought was perfectly perfectly good.
1: I honestly, I'm gonna keep it a bucket you. I think I missed it.
0: <laughs> it was it was good. I I he he explained. Um, he explained. You know that that Drew and Roman were the chosen ones and they get everything. And and when when Drew came when Drew got fired, he came back and he got handed everything and you know when Karrion said he, when he comes back you know they they don't give him anything you know what i'm saying so he, he's kind of setting himself up as someone who was
1: nigga you at, just got here <laughs> Passed right.
0: aside I, I don't think i'm saying it all all the way completely right either but i'm just giving i'll, you look, I'll look it up i'll look it up but I, I'll I think do. i think Carrion can really talk they're they're building up to him actually being in ring he's got a look it's not just like the goofy stuff where he wasn't really talking a lot in nxt and and then we he got you know he got the raw the pieces are are starting to make sense here. I think he's being written better. So it's like, again, there are a lot of people who have been rehabbed in the last month that needed it and it's working. And there's an intrigue on the show that, that I, that I feel as though has been missing for such a long time, other than like a couple people that we, that we really enjoyed seeing.
1: I think, I still think they need like big, um, just kind of like, we still need a little bit more of the entertainment stuff. I think I still think there's at least a a, a a a part for that on the show or there's a there's a place where that can belong on the show. and not to say that the people that they currently feature aren't entertaining, but I do think that there's a lack of like variety on the show just from how they're um, doing things. Um, the matches are great. everyone's a great entering worker. But we need that little bit of variety on the show. You know what I'm saying? That's my only that's my only thing. We need a break we need a break from all the 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 the, the seven to fourteen minute matches. You know what I'm saying? On the show.
0: You didn't you didn't like Finn's joke about Rey Mysterio? That's not that wasn't entertaining. <laughs> that was a joke. Um Rampage did four hundred and sixty one K. How long? How long does this show uh, last? Well,
1: well, good, good for them.
0: Um, that's not good. <laughs> I mean, eh,
1: whatever. I'm, I'm over a Rampage. I watch it, but
0: if I'm, I don't know. You wild nigga for watching. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to the A Show for this week. This is, we ran long this week, especially if you if you got Patreon. This is it's gonna be a long one. But um, as always. Subscribe to us on Patreon. Subscribe to us on anywhere you listen to podcasts. If this is your first time listening, subscribe to our YouTube as well because we'll put up clips of, of our shows on YouTube also. Um, but yeah, we are we are barreling into Cash at the Castle. That is next Saturday. Jesus. <laughs> Damn it. I hope I'll be able to watch it because I'll be moving. But um, pray for me.
1: It is next Saturday.
0: Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big week. big. It's a big weekend. Everything's next Saturday or next uh, weekend. You have Clash. You have uh, All Out. You have um, the NXT show also next week.
1: And, you know, it's just Labor Day just in general. So, you know, try to spend time with your family while you also uh, talking bullshit about wrestling. And you'll be moving. So, good luck on that. Um, But, yeah, so I guess next week we'll be back with the prediction show for whatever. (laughs) Maybe a couple of prediction shows to be honest with you um and yeah thanks for tuning in guys man i hope they bring rusev back
0: all right now you know what that's a bridge too fucking far we're getting <laughs> the fuck out of here <laughs> uh for meals <laughs> i'm justin vote no one miro uh that's gonna be my new well, oh <laughs> my god a new tagline i don't <laughs> like that it rhymed <laughs> <laughs> vote no one miro uh and in case you didn't know